0: Broadcasting from the heart of downtown Hollywood, this is SoFloRadio.com.
1: An army of the worst dregs ever to soil the face of the West. Well, with one month until his inauguration, Donald Trump continues to fill the 4,000 positions that make up his administration. What do you want me to do, sir? I want you to round up every vicious criminal and gunslinger in the West.
2: Trump's cabinet has so far been filled by two military generals four conservative politicians, several business moguls, and others with and without government experience.
1: I want rustlers, cutthroats, murderers bounty hunters, desperados.
2: We begin with one of the most important cabinet picks, and that is ExxonMobil CEO Rex Tillerson. The oil exec will take the reins as Secretary of State. Two top generals are also poised to assume leadership roles in Trump's administration. General James Mattis, chosen as Defense Secretary, is a four-star Marine Corps General. Retired General John Kelly, nominated to lead the Department of Homeland Security, is also Marine veteran of more than 40 years.
1: Mugs, pugs, Thugs, litwits, hatwits, dimwits.
2: Trump has named several people with decades of government experience to assume positions in his cabinet. He's picked Senator Jeff Sessions to serve as attorney general. The president-elect has chosen former Texas Governor Rick Perry as energy secretary and Elaine Chao for the Department of Transportation.
1: Vipers, snipers, con men, Indian agents, Mexican bandits.
2: Former Trump rival-turned-supporter Ben Carson has also accepted a Trump nomination as head of the Department of Housing and Urban Development. The retired neurosurgeon has no government experience and never held public office. But Trump has expressed confidence in Carson, who served as one of his advisors after dropping out of the presidential race.
1: Muckers, Bushwhackers, hornswagglers horse thieves
2: Georgia congressman Tom Price has been nominated to lead the Department of Health and Human Services for Treasury Secretary Trump has nominated former Goldman Sachs exec Stephen Mnuchin Betsy DeVos is Trump's pick for Education Secretary Montana representative Ryan Zinke has been chosen to lead the Department of Interior Andrew Putzer is Trump's pick for Labor Secretary Wilbur Ross was chosen as Commerce Secretary
1: Bulldogs, train robbers bank robbers shit-diggers, and Mercedes.
0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Groove of Don. I am Tony C. Of course, I am joined live in the studio by the Gramps Master Flash of Production and Engineering, the man who makes sure that our groove is satiny smooth. Say hello to
2: George Howdy, y'all.
0: How are you doing here, pal? Doing oh, great. Nice it's job wonderful. putting together the uh the uh the half which montage, a little Harvey Corman staffing uh Staffing suggestions? A labor of love. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, baby, that that had love written all over it. Mucho mahalo. Of course, every Grooveton centers around an attitude of gratitude. Mucho mahalo to everybody who is tuning in live and downloading the show here in America and around the world, y'all. How you doing, palo mine? Doing great. Dude, it is just back to being brutally hot. I mean, without a wisp of wind, just scorching. I noticed you made it to the beach. So you did yeah, your, f-
3: finally. And I, and I, and I, because I used to go like once, twice a week. And I know, that was very well, that was busy your thing, as winter. long Because you live here. Yeah, I might as well go, might the as beach well go to the, the beach. beach. I kept getting busy. It's so hard to be unemployed in this town. I'm just, I don't know how people do it. I'm trying to sit around and go to the beach, and people keep calling me up and throwing money at me to do work. It's so horrible. Damn, but uh, I just, uh, you know, I didn't answer my phone one day and wound up at the beach. A female friend uh, called me up and said, uh, get to the beach. And I went, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to twist <laughs> my arm. Yo, know, I was, you know, got to tell you, man, can't believe I made it here on time. Got up, you know, go out to the car. Adventures. Do my, yeah, do my, my normal thing. And I get in a car, start driving out, and I'm like, what the fuck? Get out, front uh, passenger side tires, like really low. So I cruised right on over to the place where I got my other tires, which is a big, big, big shout out to the crew at Dixie Tire on West Dixie Highway, which is uh, just south of Atlantic. That's where Dave. You know, my guy from Precision Auto Works told me to go. He's like, you know, this is where you go. These are the guys that are right around the corner. So I went in there, like, you know, cruised all over. Mm -hmm. You know, I filled up the tire as much as I could. Uh, It wasn't, like, totally flat. It was like, you know, it had a – you could tell it had a leak. And also, when it gets really hot down here, you have to keep an eye on your tires. Because, you know, the air leaks out of them. And I went in there, and they, you know, they had me in the computer, and they remember me. I was just there like a month ago. You know, to get the, uh, the rear tires put on. And uh, I was like, look, I'm about to be a tremendous dick. But I need to be on the air yeah. in like an hour and 45 minutes. And he was like, no problem. We'll take care of you. Bang. 20 minutes in and out. Nice. In and out. Probably a total of 20, 25 minutes. So, enormous shout out to the crew at Dixie Tire on Dixie Highway, south of Atlantic. It's on the west side of Dixie. And I highly recommend them. Of course, we're coming up on July the fourth. Got any plans for tomorrow, there, pal? Uh, in the evening, oh, I'll be yeah. with, you
3: know with the fam and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you do.
0: I'm yeah. gonna, gonna head out. I have a friend of mine, Heidi. She usually has. She has uh, a Fourth of July shindig out at her place. She's got like a nice spread out there, and so she's got enough space to do fireworks and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, she's got like she's got a really nice place out there, and uh, you know, Fourth coming up. Big shout out to the founding fathers. Nice job on the whole you know Bill of Rights thingy and whatnot. Yeah like that. Yeah, lots of stuff to get to today, though. We are jam-packed. What do we got here? We've got uh, the adulation addict-in-chief managing to give coal miners blue balls and make the solar panel manufacturers power jizz at the same time. (laughs) Volkswagen lets us know how long it takes to hitchhike from Saginaw to New York, you know, just in case you overestimate your Jetta's gas mileage. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, never-ending clusterfuck, better known as Kansas, tries to honk a big old Kobach loogie on the Constitution. Uh, Let me see what else we got over here. Oh, yeah, the DOJ uh, Department of Justice answered the age-old question, what's in a name, Uh, at least as far as the local football team is concerned. Um, What else? Also, the GOP's sudden discovery of a heroin epidemic now that it's infesting Trump-banistan. Trademark. (laughs) And uh, I think I've got a better way to do a series of debates for the gaggle of corporate lackeys hoping to be the next president. I actually, I think I've, I've got it. All right. Okay. Because last year, remember, they, they had like 10 guys on stage and then they had like, you know, the kiddie table, you know, mm-hmm. when you were a kid, they had like the regular table and then there was like that side table at Thanksgiving or, you know, at Pesach for me. Okay. I got a better way to do that. So I'll be telling you about that a little later on. Of course, all of that is going to be surrounded by the finest, most diverse groove anywhere on the air. Right. No. <laughs> Just past two o'clock in the only Hollywood that matters anymore. Yeah. Hollywood, Florida. That means it's just past 8 o'clock in the morning on the Big Island where the cow crew is literally, and I mean literally, as Johnny Kidd once put it, shaken all over due to a recent cluster of 50 earthquakes at Loa High, okay, which is an underwater super volcano. It's not just a volcano. Uh-huh. It's a super volcano. Which is in the Pacific Ocean near the island of Hawaii, which, of course, is, uh, you know, the home of the world's currently most active volcano, which is Kilauea. Um, I used to live where I, I lived less than 50 miles from the world's most active volcano. And so when I was living there, dude, I don't know if you saw this. Last week, there were 450 earthquakes recorded at Yellowstone.
3: No, I did not see that.
0: Four? But that's that's part of the ring of fire. Yeah, well, 450, though, in a week. There, there's a
3: giant fault there. That's why they have all that geothermal activity.
0: Well, that you was know? a lot for one week. The, I'm just yeah. saying, that's a lot. That's yeah. like sixty, some, you know. That's like sixty-five a day. Okay, so you break that down. You know, what is that? The part? Rocky
3: Mountains are where two tectonic plates are squishing together. You
0: see, that's yeah. What well, thrust those mountains up into. I'll the tell you, the interesting thing is, is that when I'm reading about this, what they were saying is that there hadn't been any major earthquakes this year right. yet. But they noticed this, because all had, all of this happened last week. Those 50 earthquakes right near the Big Island mm-hmm. and the 450 at Yellowstone all happened last week. And they're like, uh-oh. Yeah, So they're a little bit worried about that. Anyway, what else we got? Well, that means just past 7 o'clock in Dublin, Lytham, St. Ann, Lisbon, and the rest of Western Europe. And just past 8 o'clock at night in Bizingestrand! Sweden. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> Shout out to the that? Nordic uh-huh. Grooveteers. Yo, Grims, you got today's ponies in the stable? I'm ready. Saddle up and stick around. It's the Grooveton on SoFloRadio.com.
4: Yeah. Mountain high, valley low, gonna find it though All my peoples, no matter the creed We gonna satisfy the urge and discover the need uh, You feel, you feel the bite in this If you think I'm tight real, then invite the me, miss And let me say a rhyme in your ear Dancing close to the most and you fit fitting here You feel the rhythm is right, you know the spitting is tight You think you won't, but I think you might Breathe and stop, for real Give it what you got, just uh. Breathe and stop, for real For real, and give it what you got, just uh we can stop for real.
5: I tell you, I'm all right now, but last week I was in rough shape, you know? Yeah, last week I saw my doctor. I told him, Doc, every day I wake up, I look in the mirror, I want to throw up. What's wrong with me? He said, I don't know, but your eyesight is perfect. <laughs> well, last week I went to the track, too. That was a beauty. When they shot off the opening gun, they killed my horse. <laughs> now, I tell you, things happen to me you wouldn't believe. I mean, it's a weird feeling me standing in a men's room. You see your home phone number on the wall. <laughs> I don't know, I tell you what me, nothing comes easy, you know. Show business, I worked every tough joint there is. Places like Fonzo's Knuckle Room. Aldo's, formerly Vito's. Formerly Nunzio's. That was a tough one, Nunzio's. Every night the boss would say the same thing to me. Be funny, my people come in there, forget their troubles. I mean, how do you make a guy forget he's up for manslaughter? It's rough, you know? Oh, Nunzio's place was tough. Oh, well, I sat down to eat in a menu that had broken leg of lamb. <laughs> And Nunzio, he was tough. One night he said to me, kid, you want to go hunting? I said, okay, I'm game, and he shot me. Yeah, that's the story of my life. No respect. I don't get no respect at all. you kidding. When I had diabetes... Oh, you know that, huh? I don't get no respect from anyone. And when I had diabetes, my wife kept sending me candy grams. Right, the whole thing goes back to my childhood. My uncle's dying wish he wanted me on his lap. He was in the electric chair. What a childhood I had. The other kids made fun of me. Made fun of my cousin, too. They called him four-eyes. And yeah, later on, they got glasses, and they called him eight-eyes. I mean, in my park, the kids were tough. All over my face, I had pimples. They used to grab me and play connect the dots. You kidding when I was a kid, I went through plenty when the first time I hitchhiked, I got beat up, I used the wrong finger. <laughs> I don't know. You're all right, I'll tell you that. You're all right, you know that. You're okay. Now I'll tell you, i am nice, nice to hear you laugh, laughter. I'll tell you that really is nice. Now, because where I live, there's no laughs, you know. I live in a bad neighborhood. Well, just last week a guy pulled a knife on me. I could see it wasn't a real professional job. There was butter on it. <laughs> What a neighborhood Well the first day I moved in I asked a cop I said how long I walked to the subway He said I don't know So far no one ever made it <laughs> And the cops are tough too I saw one cop day fire fired three warning shots Into the guy he was warning <laughs> oh, It's getting worse over there Just puts a new sidewalk In front of my building I remember when I was a kid I put my handprint in the wet cement I forgot I'd do it again I tell you it's a weird feeling to Put your hand in cement And you feel another hand <laughs> What a neighborhood I tell you No It's bad over there I tell you, my neighbor, there's nothing but killings over there. I went out, I bought a waterbed. There was a guy at the bottom of it. <laughs> and where I live, they're always coming around, knocking on my door, asking me to support different movements, drives, causes. This guy knocked on my door last week, told me how the Korean people need our help. Said, if I give just $1, then Su Gu and his wife and 12 kids are going to have rice for a whole year not only going to have rice for a whole year, but the kids, will get books and pencils. And Sue Goo can get a new boat, and they can send four kids through college. And I told him be very happy to give Sue Goo a dollar if he would show my wife how to stretch a buck that far. Oh, because I tell you... Because I tell you, my wife, been I mean, my wife, when she throws away money, it's ridiculous. I mean, who tips in a toll booth? I tell you, with my wife, i got no sex life either. Outside my bedroom window, they caught a peeping Tom sleeping. <laughs> I'll tell you, since I'm married, one time I enjoyed sex with my wife when she had the hiccups. <laughs> oh, that night I really got lucky. She sneezed too. <laughs> I hope you had a few laughs. Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> We'll mm-hmm.
0: There you go. Brand new smack in the face from the Purple Velvets. That's I can't lie. That is brand new stuff from my uh, friend Alon and uh, his crew out of Kansas City. He was in the Waspman. This is his new band. He was the uh, guitar player from uh, The Fuzz Tones and the Headless Horseman and various other bands. So, they're going to he sent me a couple of uh, a couple of tracks that they're going to be uh, using on their new CD. The Purple Velvets, so you're going to want to keep an eye out for that. I'll be having some more stuff. I got another track that he sent me that I was going to play too, but I thought, you know what, I'll spread it out a little bit because, you know, there was just so much great stuff there before that. Yes, Sonny and Cher, it's going to rain, which I, of course, you know, from my lips – to God's, God, it's yeah. brutal out there.
3: It's uh, it's 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 the consolation. We can have it one way or another. Here we right can there. have drivable roads or not molten roads. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's it's who who would be here right now if they didn't have to? I know it's,
0: it really is. I mean, it's just extremely. Brutal out there. All of a sudden, too. Just it, it's, Yeah,
3: and it's only going to get better, you know, because of that whole global warming hoax. Yeah, just
0: you know, right. that's what oh, a hoax. Gets, what a what, what a, a
3: joke. What if Art Bell still has those tin hats available? Now there's a new application. <laughs> <Unbelievable>. <laughs> it's keep keeping your head from melting.
0: Oh, well, that's from uh, Sonny and Cher's first album. Look at us came out in '65. So there's some great Sonny Bono songs on that. I think you know you you can tend to forget. And mm-hmm. This guy wrote some terrific tracks. Before that, the Pacific Band, that is Sally Rowe. Those guys uh once again, it's uh those guys are from Argentina. And uh that came out in 71. And it's basically the only single that I could find from these guys. Another, you know, one of those, you know, the uh South American psychopunk garage mm-hmm. thing that was going on in the early seventies. That's another band from that. Before that, yeah, The Master. The master, Rodney Dangerfield. You can't go. Like I said, his shitty stuff yeah. is great, <clears throat> and his great stuff is literally gut wrenching. It's it's unbelievable. That clip is actually from Dick Clark's Live Wednesday Show that was on uh, for several years back in the late sixties, early seventies, and he came out and did that. So God bless Dick for that one. I used to tell a friend of mine when I was uh, when I lived out in Hawaii, uh, New Year's Eve, you know, it was. You know, out there it's uh what, it's seven o'clock at night when it's New Year's Eve in New York and I was telling a friend, I said, Look, it's New Year's Eve when Dick Clark tells me it's New Year's Eve that's for right. Times Square. That's New Year's Eve for the whole fucking planet. For
3: the world. That's when I flip my calendar. That's
0: exactly it. Okay? It's New Year's Eve when it's New Year's Eve in Times yeah. Square. Okay? They can shoot off all the fireworks they want from that damn bridge in Australia or from Hong Kong or or well, that's wherever. over there. Or wherever They're over there. Yeah, wrong da- date dateline. I got you I got your dateline date right here, pal, for that Q tip. Breathing stop from Amplified. That was the first solo, first solo album. Of course it's from Tribe Called Quest and kicking it off. Yeah, baby. Little solid rock and roll. Grand Funk Railroad. Save the land. From E Pluribus Funk also came out in seventy one. Back of that album. Uh, I was got a picture of uh, Shea Stadium because the because Grand Funk actually, like, beat out the Beatles as far as being able to sell out Shea. They did it in 72 hours. They sold more tickets in 72 hours than the Beatles did. And so, like, they yeah. sold out, like, that fast. Great Mark Farner stuff. I saw him live uh, in New York. He's uh, He had a heart attack a couple years ago. And then a year later, he's back on tour, kicking ass, you know, taking names, really cranking out that guitar. So, you know, I love a little, love a little just, you know homespun heart, you know, heartland rock and roll. Grand fuck man. Those guys were huge. Yep, they're rockers. So what caught my eye recently? Well, this one right off the bat. I'll never stay at another Motel 6 again. Not, oh. that, I, not that I can recall that I ever have, but now I definitely won't. The reason is because their new uh, ad campaign, mm-hmm. okay, it, the song they're using, Yeah, Radar Love.
3: That's it. You just can't, it. Get it, can't get away from it. Yeah, that's it's it. It's like it's, like herpes. It. That's it's it. like herpes. It's like herpes. you just like wow.
0: Uh, it's, yeah, it, you know. And so, as a result of that, not going to happen because no matter <laughs> because I don't care if I've been driving all night and my hands Man, are wet right on, on the, the wheel. wheel. Yeah. Okay, I really don't. I will drive to the Red Roof Inn. Okay, that's just that's just the way it is.
3: <laughs> I was thinking of moving into a Motel Six too. Now you know. Just, no, yeah, I don't I, watch. I don't watch TV so. Right. Not regular TV. I just uh, you know.
0: I also know, you know VW is uh, their new ad campaign features these you know various versions of the uh, Simon and Garfunkel song uh, America. We've all come to look for America, which I think is interesting because in one of them they include the uh, lyrics that say, uh, "It took us four days to hitchhike from Saginaw." I was like, "Really?" So you're <laughs> that's how long it takes. I'm glad you told me about that because based on your. Uh, ongoing criminal case about you lying about what kind of gas mileage your cars get, I would imagine I'll probably overestimate how far I can get in a full tank of gas, so I may in fact have to hitch from Saginaw to New York, so four days, all right, I figure if I could drive some of it myself, maybe i cut that down a little bit, but I appreciate them, you know, giving me the heads up on that, you know, it's very very nice of them for that, Uh, let me see what else, there's a new ad campaign for E-Trade okay and it's one of those things this is truly like it's it's basically this is now you know the modern age because the entire thing centers around y- somebody else being rich and you not being rich
6: okay so yeah.
0: why not be rich by going on to e-trade and it's like go ahead make money producing nothing manufacturing nothing right okay <clears throat> just great it, yeah. gambling it's on Line gambling. You might as well just play roulette or blackjack. You know, I know how to read the charts. I know how to do this. Shut the fuck up.
3: By the way, it's gambling and specifically it's craps because it's where you bet on what someone else is doing that you have no control over. Absolutely. So it's not just randomness. It's someone else's luck and randomness. And And you're – wow, you're speculating –
0: you have no shot. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I have friends of mine, you know, well, I know people who make $50,000. Yeah, that's because they're using high-speed computerized trading. Yeah. So they can be in and out of a trade in seconds. They can do like a million shares and flip it the, almost immediately. The
3: people that have enough money to make purchases that can influence the stock market. Oh, yeah. The, not about the, not only that, these, these the people, information, right. the,
0: the false information they could put out there that affect the stock.
3: These entities exist. Entities that have the power to, to make changes occur, okay, yeah. and have the money to capitalize on such oh, events, yeah. they, they are doing that. Oh, yeah. Right. I've got so, something
0: about that coming up. So, so your best bet –
3: Right is to second guess ride the wave. what the – ride Ride the wave that isn't st- a regular wave like the tide. Yeah. It's a very unpredictable wave based on people Without who – get sucked by into the, way, the ocean by the right, undertow right,
0: of, of your demise. Based
3: on people who are generating the waves based on the fact that they know that you're trying to ride them and they're trying to keep you from it That's because exactly you're different. the person that the money comes from.
0: That's it. You're coming in on their wake, baby. Coming yeah. in on their At wake. At best. Let me see what else. I thought <laughs> Candy Crush, this fucking stupid ass <laughs> yes. fucking phone game that I see people playing was, um... and that are obsessed with. Guess what? It's now a TV game show in prime time.
3: Wait, it gets better. Oh, oh boy, yeah. that was a stripper I knew. Uh, Candy Crush.
6: Yeah.
0: Uh, well, here is the thing about it, though. What What occurs to me is that now folks who are obsessed with Candy Crush can now watch the game show based on their obsession mm-hmm. on the phone that they use to play the game they're obsessed with.
3: But wait, there's more. Uh oh! Yesterday, I saw a preview. I was at the the only time I see TV commercials. I've been at the roller rink, and they got the Kitty Channel on there, and I saw a preview for the Emoji movie.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, I saw that too. That yeah, that one. Wow! They'll literally. I there's some stuff. I want to go back
3: in time so that I can create a a, a movie, uh, you know, a DOS based reference movie called Syntax Error or something. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, let me see. Here you go. Department of Justice ends fight against Washington Redskins name. Uh, mm-hmm. The Washington Redskins have notched the first victory of the 2017 NFL season, knocking off crosstown rival the U.S. Department of Justice. I thought that was interesting. Okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, kind of. There was, you know, this whole thing's going on. Obviously, it's the Redskins. Mm-hmm. So this has been going on for a while. Uh, the writing was on the wall following the Supreme Court decision last week in Mattel, versus Tam in that case. Justice ruled that the that an Asian-American band had the right to call itself The Slants mm-hmm. despite the disparaging <laughs> connotation of the name. That ruling, thus, would serve as precedent in the Redskins' mm-hmm. case, allowing the team to continue trademarking the name despite protest about its racially-based origins. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, this is, you know... What are you going to do? They're literally they're going to throw this shit out anytime they can. You know why even bother? I mean it's
3: so what's the so what's the are they going to continue being Redskins? Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: They're they're going to continue to be the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins! Hail victory! Hail to the Redskins! Fight for old DC. Okay. really old, D.C. And like, yet. Oh, like when it was still so th- a malaria infested swamp that Jefferson insisted on moving the capital to because, you know, yeah. he was pissed off at Hamilton and didn't want the center of government to be, you know, where every other nation's center of government is, you know, in the center of the goddamn universe. That's how come America, unlike, you know, all these other all these other countries around the world, you know, the center of finance and culture and all mm-hmm. that stuff is in New York. Well that's normally where you would find the center of mm-hmm. government not so much. No. No. That was the trade-off. Of course, you know, Hamilton basically got to say, sure, you can you can move that shit down to that swamp in Virginia yeah. as long as I get to form the, the you know, the Department of Treasury and figure out a way to, you know, pay off our war debts because that's right. part of what being a modern right. democracy is. I guess
3: is. now, logically, the Capitol should be in the middle somewhere. No.
0: That's what you would think. I don't you think, know. Think,
3: yeah, you know, just it looks nice. Here's Here. America. There it is right in the
0: middle there with St. Louis. St. Louis, sure. Yeah. yeah, go, you know. Right. The Gateway. Gateway
3: Arch. Yeah,
0: let's stick some also, monuments You know what else St. Louis has a yeah. distinction nice on? They have safe. the most fast food restaurants per capita of any
3: the, other. Th- how American can you get? I middle know. American Absolutely. The, I
0: got, they've got, know, got the Arch, the sure. Golden Arches.
3: Right. As a matter of fact, it's a flyover state, so it's perfect for and right representation. On the Mississippi. And it's really far away from North Korea, so that they, it's harder for them to nuke us, <laughs> nuke the capital there.
0: Uh, here's another one. Casey Kasim's widow files lawsuit against his children. This one is hilarious. I don't and know the, if
3: you've been... This has been, yeah.
0: This has been going on for a while. Three years after they, the death of radio personality Casey Kasem, the sad saga continues between his widow, Jean casemat You know this chick, Yes, right? I do. She is yeah.
3: scorching hot. Well, she was. I haven't seen her lately. I mean, she, she could was, be, have she, tubes in she her she nose. Had, like this...
0: Like this guest.
3: By the way, I don't want to disparage her looks. I don't, uh, you know. Right, would, absolutely. What not. I meant to say is, what I meant to say is, because you referenced that she's being hot. What I meant to say is, what does her appearance have to do with the story, Tony? That's what I meant to say. Sorry, the, the Trump thing. Why
0: do you think you fucking married her?
3: The Trump thing. I know, of course, because you know the Trump I'm sorry, with the, love. With the, with the I looks. I
0: forgot about the whole love thing.
3: With the looks, I just want to make sure that um, you know. <laughs> well, we basically,
0: what she did, Gene has filed a lawsuit in federal court uh, against the kids. Uh, Kerry, Mike, and Julie Kasem, who are Casey Kasem's children from his previous marriage, which was to Linda Myers-Naylor. That ended in mm. uh, '79. She's accusing of the three children of participating in a, quote, you'll like this, mm. homicidal guardianship scam. All righty. That led to Kasem's death in order to take control of the star's estimated $80 million estate. Uh, Casey suffered from this thing. It's called... Louis body dementia. Yeah. He died at 82. Gene now claims the children took control of Casey's medical care against orders of a judge and then, quote, chemically restrained him and ordered hospital staff to withdraw food and water resulting in his death. Um, The truth about my husband's homicide is so disturbing to confront, but I'm compelled to seek justice, said Gene, who uh, has a kid with... Uh, Casey I'm there. They have an adult daughter, Liberty. I like this. Said Gene, who had an adult daughter.
3: Like mm, basically when she was born and right. an adult. Yeah, yeah. You got to like that. Greek gods did that all the time.
0: After an exhaustive forensic investigation following Casey's death and an autopsy, there was no other choice but to bring this lawsuit. The facts unambiguously point to defendants' deceit, self-dealing, and fraud, which demand to be exposed. Um, if all this sounds familiar, it's probably because Kasem's children filed a wrongful death uh, lawsuit against Jean back hmm. in November of two thousand fifteen okay okay, they accused her of moving their father between medical facilities and residences to keep him from them and his health care team resulting in death earlier than expected as well as elder abuse and negligent infliction of emotional distress. Uh, the brother joined in the lawsuit. It occurred as a direct and proximate result of Gene's neglect and physical abuse of Casey's lawsuit. Stated. So basically, they're counter suing each other civilly and criminally. They're both basically mm. trying to get as much of the eighty million as they can by accusing the other one of killing, you know, killing the, the radio personnel. You know, the
3: show this morning was all Casey, about Casey, Casey. mediation. <laughs>
0: I'm
3: Casey, Casey, Casey. Casey.
0: Yeah, I know. That's uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> see how that, that
3: ain't there enough to go around. What there's four of them yeah i know 20 million a piece there hey, you go
0: here's something i heard this one literally i caught out of the corner of my ears i was shocked to hear it and i really ain't you know it kind of this one came out of the blue for me i gotta tell you because i don't really know how anybody could have seen this one coming but apparently there is some sort of opiate epidemic going mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. in uh in the heartland right now and i you know Wow man. Yeah. How the hell did that happen? I really boy. You know Well, we know
3: <laughs> how it happened.
0: That was me being and, facetious. And,
3: and how, and, 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 um, Basically they noticed it, it because
0: here's what happened. <sighs> they they noticed it for two reasons. One, mm-hmm. because the people who are now making the profits from this epidemic don't have names like Rodriguez, right. and Sanchez. They have names like Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Okay. The profits aren't being made by Sinaloa cartel. Why, they're being made using, by AstraZeneca.
3: Why are you using Hispanic names in that example? What are you trying to say?
0: <laughs> you yeah. know exactly what I'm trying to say because <laughs> now it's heroin. Yeah. what You know, I always thought it was interesting that they think that, you know, they're suddenly coming to the realization that there is a heroin epidemic. Let me ask you something. Where was this kind of uproar from conservatives and Republicans when the vets were coming back from Vietnam mm-hmm. and. In the early '70s, New York City had two hundred thousand junkies, mm-hmm. heroin junkies. Okay, I you know what? Where were they when black tar was infesting, uh, you know West, you know Compton, and uh, various parts of LA. OK, mm-hmm. and so, you know, and uh, well, I can
3: I can give you the Republican answer if you want yeah. no, the
0: Republican.
3: Yeah, answer. You know, well, well, I, I'm not sure what this has to do with. Why aren't you bringing me a mimosa right now?
0: That's pretty much. Thank you, Thurston. That's your Thurston the III. Sure. Why not? Thank you, Lovie. <clears throat> oh, this is another it's a perfect. <clears throat> it's, a, it's another perfect <clears throat> example of what I have referred to as the Morton Downey Jr. syndrome. This is a the the Republicans in general, conservatives specifically increasingly are a constituency devoid of empathy. Nothing matters unless it matters to well, them unless it affects them them or theirs directly. So they didn't give a shit about people overdosing on hillbilly heroin, okay, mm-hmm. until there was this uproar about the jobs and it started affecting these towns where there's no more coal. Right. Where there's where the industries have gone down a crapper. You know, all right, well, they were you, you know. I mean, we live right here, Broward County. Mm-hmm. It's the pill mill capital of the fucking universe. Yeah. Oh yeah. More pain. Drive man- through pain management. Sure. Oh yeah. Drive through. Absolutely. Which, I'm, by the way, it, I'm surprised it, they don't have guides like on the uh exits from the highway, you know, they got them selling flowers with the signs. Yeah, you know? the
3: grapes. Right, you yeah, all well, that's,
0: a, that's don't why don't they have guys there right You know scripts? what's funny
3: what's funny is not writing script, but there are guys on the street corner selling pills as if they were grapes. Oh, please. Right now. Uh you know the pain
0: Except see, now but here's a, better, here's, you're better off getting heroin. Here's the thing and you ask you ask how it happened By I the way, mean, all so, coming you know, most of it coming from Afghanistan. Yeah. Okay, where, you know, on our watch it's like eighty percent of the world's opium. Is produced in Afghanistan.
3: A lot of a lot of people do have pain, and uh, they get addicted. So, you, this is one of those things. though. you know, thing. things, and you and know here we got a lot of old people. We look really, the other way. Really you take
0: pain. a look at the, uh, you know, the the uh, all of the guys that were writing the new health care bill behind mm-hmm. closed doors, and you take a look at how much money oh. they received from the health care industry, from pharmaceutical pharmaceutical sure. industry. This I this one shocked me. They spent twice as much money in fiscal 2016 lobbying. Mm. okay, as Wall Street did. They spent twice as much. Now, you got, you know, and we're one of only three countries in the world, I think. It's Brazil, New Zealand, and us. We're the only countries that actually allow pharmaceutical companies to advertise their products on television. Yeah. Okay, no other place does it. And we let this... How is it possible that nobody wanted... To take a look and oversee how many scripts of OxyContin were being written and distributed. How many pills? There were literally enough scripts written, you know, for everybody in the whole fucking nation to get whacked out of their mm-hmm. skulls. the The pharmaceutical industries are. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's quite obvious. They are the number one drug dealer in America. If you wanna know why pot isn't legal nationally, right. period. You mentioned it's their because lobbying dollars. It's because pharmaceutical companies and tobacco companies and alcohol companies and alcohol have, have a vested interest in making you to between a legal right. drug and an illegal drug. Listen, they all want those, to corner the market. All you know, drug-free America mm-hmm. and yeah. all that. You know who sponsors that, right? Right, tobacco, alcohol. Tobacco, alcohol, and pharmaceutical companies.
3: Listen, they want a monopoly on your buzz, all right? If you could make – if you made pizza and you could make the – and
0: ta- tacos illegal. i oh, yeah. All right? Hey, of course. it's exactly what they're doing. And, you know, now all of a sudden this is all you're hearing about. I thought it was interesting that there's a – in Pennsylvania – They're talking about how, uh, you know, the the opiate epidemic is is really, it's just horrible. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's just a conflagration of humanity in the the Keystone State. And they just made it legal in five places, I believe, to to actually have uh, pharmaceutical marijuana. I saw the mayor of one of these towns. Mm -hmm. Okay, saying he wants to have it there because he thinks it would be good for the economy, the town, you know, no longer has any industry. I'm like, let me see if I got this straight. You've got an epidemic of drugs and you want to make another drug legal. And, you know, I understand and I've seen the statistics so far anyway that in places, in states where pot is legal uh, medically Mm -hmm. and particularly recreationally, okay, Overdoses is going down, sure. use is going down, heroin use is going down. you know, and what the fuck? how is it possible I'm anxious to see what they you know how they deal with pharmaceutical companies the the next round of drugs mm-hmm. that pharmaceutical companies are going you know are going to put out there. there's you know with computerized databases and stuff, it should be pretty fucking easy to keep track of this. It's all entered into a computer. Yeah, but they didn't Florida literally only just this year. I think this year or last year it's the first time they actually started having a database you
3: know for, for that
0: yeah everybody used uh, to come down here and buy all their pills I, and then drive back to you know Tennessee or Kentucky I, I, or wherever I feel to
3: I feel bad you know that 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 people have pain and that's not to say that that's, Absolutely. Every, that, that's everybody uh, you know the people that have pain should have access to it the doctors pay, are more guilty mature, the pharmacists are pro, guilty and the drug right. companies are guilty because well, the,
0: they encourage you to stay on it sure well, they well the doctors don't give you any warnings about it listen, They don't give you a way to get off of it they don't tell you how above. to manage it long term without becoming a fucking junkie and
3: th- there it is that one That's what I was going to get to, the managing it long-term, the doctors and the pharmaceutical companies could both take a more active interest in that, rotating the different kinds of pain medications. They have abdicated
0: and, their responsibility. Right. They've literally abdicated the Hippocratic Oath. First, do no harm. First, do no harm. What the, the, the fuck? Listen, we, look, look around yeah. and tell me. I want you to look me straight in the face and tell me that the first thing you did was make sure you did no harm. <laughs> first thing you did was fucking line your pockets that's the first thing you did yep. harm the only harm you were concerned about was the harm you would be inflicting on your fucking bohemian and swiss bank accounts you scumbags you fucking scumbags and now all of a sudden it's an epidemic and we you know with this healthcare care it's going to be taking money away from you know opiate treatment and drug treatment and where the fuck you guys been where the fuck have you been where the fuck have you been Oh, I know where you've been. You've been taking the money, and now that yeah. it's happening to Trump supporters, now that it's <sighs> happening in these places that have no more industry, right? Again, now that it's tearing apart these towns and states, okay, where we refuse to give them another way out. Now it's a big deal. I fuck you, people. Okay, what else? Yep. Well, this <laughs> one's always a hoot, nanny once again, the one word you need to hear: Kansas. Kansas.
3: <laughs> they're, they're great. Yeah.
0: I talked about this guy several months ago. This guy, Chris Kobach. Okay, um, this is the guy that went to Trump. They got the picture of him walking in with, like, the uh, you know, with confidential documents walking into like Trump. you know, before you know, before he was actually inaugurated, but after he had been elected. Hmm. And this guy, Kobach, who is the, uh, what is he? He's the Secretary of State for Kansas. And just to be clear here, this guy's got some fucking chops upstairs. Uh, Harvard. Magna cum laude. Okay? Princeton Law or Yale Law School. like, This guy's no fucking intellectual slouch. What he is is an ethical and moral slouch. He's a piece of fucking shit. And now what he's trying to do... Is he's got this thing with this this whole committee that's going on about voter voter fraud? Okay, yeah. which obviously is bullshit. The, m- yeah. MacGuffin this, de jure right, de right. anam Yeah, this is admitted, just just pulled that out of my ass because right I lost Adam's the
3: popular vote.
0: Yank it right the fuck out. Yeah, down that's down. the Chris only Corbett right. Is doing it, and here's the ironic part: is that he doesn't. It's not a. Uh, it's not legislation. Mm. This is just a committee. Yeah. And what he did is he sent out a request to yeah. all fifty states saying that he wanted all of all this information. Of, yeah, yeah. What I thought was interesting is he. One of the things he requested was like a voting history. Right. Yeah. What the fuck business? Social is that security effect? numbers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all so, of this stuff. Right. Who the fuck are you? Fuck you! And now the states yeah, are yeah. telling him basically fuck. No, off. I thought there was a great quote. The Kentucky Secretary of State said, "Quote." There's not enough bourbon here in Kentucky to justify the White House request for voter info, right? And we know how much fucking bourbon there is in Kentucky.
3: A little, uh, and and yeah, and then Trump tweeted about it. Uh, some horseshit that uh, you know they're not complying with the orders. He really wants to be a fascist king,
6: oh, he and, does. And, and to be
3: and, you know, and to be left alone about the Russia thing. But of course, this is all part of the plan. Are you kidding? They're all Russian agents. All of them. There's like nine of them now. And, they're all moles. And, and
0: here's the thing. You know, in Kansas itself. OK, Kansas lawmakers call out Kobach on, quote, culture of corruption mm-hmm. charge. This is the guy and he's all over Fox, Fox News, oh, yeah, of course. I've seen him all over Fox News. Mm-hmm. He's the guy and he's talking about it. And, you know, we need to get to the bottom of this. And there have been this right. and they, they, they go still through. Kansas legislative leaders said Friday that they want Kansas secretary of state Chris Kobach to back up his claim that there's a, quote, culture of corruption at the state house in Topeka. Kobach has made that assertion as part of his campaign for governor. Okay, he wants to be the new governor because you know Brownback.
3: Yeah, that okay, wasn't good he's, enough.
0: He's well. That's the thing I talked about this last week is mm-hmm. that he. There's a chance that Trump will make you know in order to avoid Brownback basically getting just annihilated by Jayhawks for what he's done. They're now they now have to raise taxes again. Mm-hmm. His entire experiment in just completely cutting taxes mm-hmm. and all this shit out and out failure. So now they have to do that. And he may get like you know an ambassadorship or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this other guy who is the you know lieutenant governor may take over. They actually put that in like the new you know the, the the this year's new budget. They accounted for that, and so now this guy's running for governor. He said that there should be term limits for state legislatures. Most recently, recently he made the argument for them for the for term limits on national television where he was interviewed Tuesday on the Fox News Specialists program. This what the hell are they specialize in? <laughs> the fuck are they specializing in? They're specializing in being fucking jackwise. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a whole bunch of stuff. Here's a clip from my appearance on Fox. The Secretary of State has insinuated a culture of corruption, accusing the legislature of being corrupt, which I think insults the integrity of this body and the legislative body. Well, first things first, how do you insult a politician? Okay. Is there a culture of corruption? It's yeah. politics. Right. Okay? You know? That's it. What is it? Dog bites, man? <laughs>
6: Get the
0: fuck out of here. Of course there's a, poly- there's a culture of corruption. That's that's what they do. They They... This guy is literally piece of shit grande. I've never... You know, and I spoke about this guy last year mm-hmm. when he first, you know, went to Trump and what he was trying to do was get this done just in Kansas. He wanted to have a whole thing done and be able to do this just in Kansas. But because the federal law didn't allow him to do it, what he said was, well, why try and work within the confines of the federal law? Why not just go to the newly elected president and have him seek to change Mm
6: -hmm. the federal law
0: so that it's more in compliance with what I think? Yeah. Okay. And you know, couldn't get that done so they had to do one of those, you know, executive order type Mm -hmm. things. And they haven't even done that. It's just a a panel. And already twenty states have basically told him to go shove it. You know, they stick it in your ear. I'm not giving you shit. And thank you. Where are Republicans now? Where are yeah. you guys with you know a uh, freedom and right, right, confidentiality? Right. The Fourth and
3: Fourth Amendment.
0: Fourth Amendment unwarranted search and seizure. Where's my? Mm-hmm. You know, where are you guys screaming about states' so, rights? You know, how come I don't hear you screaming about states' rights now? Where's only, the states' right, Where's your screaming mm-hmm. about individual rights? You pieces of shit.
3: Because obviously. They've shown exactly what they
0: care about. Right. They're, you know, fair weather. What They just don't care. Just, on... It's just bigotry. That's yeah, it. it. It's, it's straight it's just, up bigotry. It's just bigotry. So this one I thought was funny because we were talking about stocks, mm-hmm. something like that. Solar companies surge after Trump proposes panels on border wall. Yeah. You hear about this one? Yeah. I thought that was interesting. He literally managed uh-huh. to jack up the prices of solar companies. Now, I was wondering about something because anybody who knew- that that was going to be in the speech. Yeah. Okay? If they knew about it ahead of time, <laughs> yeah. you think they uh, called up their broker, hey, do me a favor. Hey, like him, right?
3: like his buddies. I'm yeah. going to mention solar panels.
0: Plastics, my boy, plastics.
3: Right. That exactly. a... I
0: wonder if Stockwatch literally you know, paid attention to that to take a look at, at who suddenly went long and then got out just in time. I, I think it's interesting that he has managed to court basically the same week... In that same speech, he was talking mm. about how he's going to be bringing back mining jobs mm-hmm. and apparently bringing you know increasing solar panel jobs. I'm going to build a wall and I'm going to put freaking lasers on it. And that's yeah. I you got to give him credit, man. You know. That's like you know that's like getting
3: no. I, I that's don't. That's like forming a new group. orgius for celibacy.
0: Not, I don't what.
3: I'm not going to give a mediocre gangster credit for uh, you know doing something gangsterish every once in a while. Correctly. <laughs>
0: Gangsters. Um, let me see. The other thing I noticed. This is one of those things. I just couldn't help myself. There is this trend on all these shows. On uh, John Oliver, Bill Maher doesn't really do it, but John Oliver, uh, Samantha Bee, uh, Colbert. It's so and so. You know, so and so. He's uh, was it uh, Tucker? Tucker Carlson? I think mm-hmm. it's last one. Tucker Carlson. Um, a uh, was it a human lacrosse stick or something like that but it's always that's the yeah. thing now they ju- they it's, do it over you know, and over and over and they just can't help themselves mm-hmm. it's like it's a ne- that's the thing to do how can I make fun of so and so so and so or so and so who looked like he just ate the entire yeah, bird it's yeah, yeah it's just it's over and over and <laughs> right. over again so I'm not going to do that
5: nope. I'm not going to do that why bother okay. all right. why, but
0: it's too easy that's just too easy it really it's just a matter of finding a picture and then coming up with some snappy line, to, you know, smack him around a little bit because he's not there. Why not even? Why bother? Not? I don't know. We're going to keep the groove going, though. This one's going out to my big island bras out there who have literally been putting up with the. I was out there for a series of earthquakes. It's, you know, look, the entire island is basically one huge, actually, three huge volcanoes. You got. Mauna Loa, Mauna Kea, and then Kilauea. Mauna Loa Mauna Kea are the two really, really big ones. And they haven't uh, erupted, I believe, since uh, the 19-teens. Where where I was living was literally on the rift zone from the last eruption. So you could see where the lava had flowed down Mm -hmm. to the ocean. And then you'll be driving, and it'll be barren. And then all of a sudden, like a tree line, literally Mm -hmm. a tree line right right Mm -hmm. there. It's it's a little – it's a little – Unsettling at times, but it's wild when you go to Kilauea. There's actually a town. It's Volcanoes National Park, and there's a town called Volcano. That's the name of the town. And suffice to say, it's shrinking. There are parts of the town that have been, you know, covered by lava. And what you'll do is you walk around, you know, Mm -hmm. you'll walk around, you'll see literally like six inches above the ground a street sign. Wow. (laughs) You know, it's all over the place. And it's a retirement. Retirement community too. You know, that nice I always thought that was quite interesting. This one going out though to all of them. Yeah, it's the pirates with shaking all over on the Groovaton on SoFloradio.com.
1: and rape. You said rape twice. I like rape. Charming. Sign right here. Merrick's. Qualifications? Arson. Armed robbery. Mayhem. Wait a moment. What have you got in your mouth? Nothing. Nothing, eh? Chewing gum online, eh? I hope you brought enough for everybody. I didn't know there was going
0: to be so many. (laughs) Boy, is he
6: strict.
1: Stripped down, up on the bar. Made it tough to hide your disdain. You said I think I better leave before I go insane. I'll see you down at the Gulf of Mexico. we we'll watch the sunset and the boats moving real slow. Stare at your old white wedding dress, you were chasing cotton candy with a tequila in your flask. Because you always drink under dress. You said, I'd rather have someone I could never say. The girl makes it go. Watch the sunset and the boats within the slow. Oh, look, they close one now. It sure looks all along. Watch it ride the waves and sail. Heart. It says, Live free or die. It's got a picture of a boat it's stranded on a ride. You can no more see those seagulls cry. You said you have to. At the Gulf of Mexico The blocks are short set And the boats move in real slow I'll see you down At the Gulf of Mexico
0: Straight out of Medellin, those guys, man. Arranca and Fives, the name of the song from Contoros Los Hieros, came out 2000. Shout out to my boy Enos from Medellin. Medellin, it's not Medellin, it's Medellin. I uh, had no idea. Medellin. Shout out to Enos, shout, <laughs> shout out to my man Dave Medina. Got some family down there. Before that, yeah, when's the B Boy breakbeat folder? Uppers International doing Ajo Wando. So that is uh, came out last year as an extended play, twelve inch. Before that, good friend of mine, my friend uh, Eric Alterman. That was the Slow Guns, a live version of Gulf of Mexico, an original tune by him. He's going to have some new stuff coming out soon. And they played last. They played uh, the day after. They played on the Friday after the last show. I didn't know, so I didn't, you know, give anybody the heads up. They were going to be playing there. I missed that. I felt bad about that. So for my my boy Eric out there, he uh, just celebrated a birthday. So, you know, I figure, what the hell? He's a, he's a couple of years older than me. That's all I know, which is, you know, that's, that's good enough for me. He's another born and bred, legit Upper West Sider. So, um, and, you know, I was back in New York and, uh, you know, I guess in May, and I was talking with Eric for a while. We were talking about various, you know, books, if you read this, if you read that. And so after I got home, he had mentioned a book to me, and I kind of forgot about it. There was, like, a lot of stuff going on. Mm. And so, you know, about two weeks later, I get this package in the mail, and it's this book. And I'm like, who the fuck sent me that I was trying to look for? It and I was looking, you know, I didn't. Understand. And I take a look, and he sent me this book. It's called Low Life by a guy named Luke Sante. And it's basically a history of New York City from about uh, the 1840, 1840 through 1919, basically right up until – you know, right from the beginning of like when the, the the first wave, I guess, of Irish immigrants came in as a result of the potato famine, which is, you know, mm-hmm. mid-1800s, and it's from that, that's as New York City developed into, you know, the, the metropolis that it is, it basically invented metropolis, invented mm-hmm. what a big city is, and that period of time, and I'm a big buff for that kind of stuff, and there was a lot of stuff in there that I knew, but there was a lot of stuff that I did in this book, it's outrageously... Well-researched, a fantastic read. I highly recommend it. It's called Low Life by Luke Sante. And, uh, you know, mucho mahalo to my boy Eric for sending that one to me. That was a real nice thing for him to do. You know, I really appreciate that. Because we had hung out one night, like right before I left. I had, you know, I was up there and I was helping my mom out with some stuff. So I only had like these two nights, basically. I was there for a week. But there were two nights. She was eventually like, get out of the house. That's it. I'm fine. All right, I'm fine. I went okay. Please go play with your friends. You know, like go out in the front yard and play. <laughs> is basically what she was saying. And my mom—that's the thing about my mom. She's she's used to living alone. She's used to having her space to herself, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. But when I'm there to help her, and she's not at full capacity mm-hmm. to be able to do things, so I have to be there like a lot. And eventually, once she's like back to about sixty-five percent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. At that 65 to 70% range, she's like, it's enough. <laughs>
6: All right. Go.
0: Please. I'm begging you. There's got to be a movie you can see. There's got to be a band. There's got to be a dinner. It's got Just go. Please. Go up. Go up. Take the train to 96th Street and stay up there for like the next six hours.
6: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So that's what I did. I got to hang out with Eric and, and stuff. And so he sent me his book, and I was very grateful. Before that, yeah, a little more Blazing Saddles to do the auditions there. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like to rape. Arson, robbery, rape. You said rape twice. I like rape. rape <laughs> Some of the chewing gum. I hope you brought enough of every... What's that in your mouth? N- nothing, huh? <laughs> All the stuff from that movie. The. Uh, I literally thought that... Uh, you know, that scene where it's, you know, give the governor a harumph. That was basically Trump's first cabinet meeting where they went around a table mm, and everybody, mm. you know, had to had to sing their praises. Oh, my God. That makes my teeth hurt. Work, 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 work. Hello, boys. How you doing? You know, I just <sighs> can't get I just can't get <sighs> this pen in there. Help me out here. Help me out here. Well, so we're going to take we're going to take the land away. What what do they do? What's it going to cost us? It's like a box of these, these you know, <laughs> paddle paddle ball things. My God, man, they'll never go for it. Then again, maybe they will. <laughs> for that, the Mighty Imperials, Funky Belly, that is from their first album that came out. It's called Thunder Chicken, and they recorded it in 99. It came out in 2001, and when they originally wrote recorded it, the guys from this band, all of them were no older. The oldest one in the band was 18 years old, so we like that. Uh, they've got some other stuff out there. It's kind of that New Orleans thing going on before that. Something a friend of mine turned me on to. They're cooking on three burners. The song is called Settle the Score from their CD Baked, Broiled, and Fried, which uh, came out in 2007. Those guys from Australia. That's their first album
6: mm-hmm. that
0: came out Baked, Broiled, and Fried. They have one other that came out after that. And I think, I'm not sure if they've done another complete album. They've done a few uh, extended, you know, four song EPs. That kind of stuff. But I know they have at least two full-length CDs in that first one. Baked, Broiled, and fried. what a Just kicks ass. It really just kicks ass. Great stuff. And kicking it off. Rock and roll by definition. The Pirates shaking all over from out of their skulls. Literally one of the ten best rock and roll albums ever recorded. All right. I, seriously. OK, three guys. First, one side is live. The other side is studio. And they do the, They do Peter Gunn shaking all over milk, drinking wine, Spodiote, milk, cow blues. I, uh, uh, you know, Lonesome Train, they kill it. And uh, that album has to be one of the best rock and roll albums ever. Uh, I have listened to that so many times. It's almost inhuman. I can't get enough of it. It's just straight up rock. So we love that. So, well, there's mm-hmm. some other stuff. Uh, this one just caught my eye real quick. and I'm not going to go into uh, length on this because I've listened to myself go go at length on these kinds of things. And I realized, wow. All right. Enough already. But bankruptcy guru Edward Altman sees similarities to 2007 in the credit market. Today, Mm. Uh, he says it's characterized by low default rates, low yields, low spreads, lots of liquidity could all come to an abrupt end, he says. It's been a terrific market for investors for quite a long time. And if anything is concerning, it's that we are now more than eight years into a benign credit cycle. And I Mm. spoke about this a few weeks ago when Mnuchin and Cohn were talking about how they wanted – to readdress uh, the uh, the what's his name? Gay Congressman
3: uh, Barney Frank. Frank. Todd Frank, Frank. Todd I mean, Frank. Dodd Frank. Dodd Frank. Ding, for, ding 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 ding, ding. <laughs> and the uh <laughs> but in particular two words. Gay, two words there, gay, it sounds like it sounds like uh, uh, Elmer Fudd looks like I'm <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> right. That's it. I'm that nosy. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking about this a couple of weeks ago because he was you know he made this whole speech about how he wants to readjust, take another look at Dodd Frank in particular, the section on it that deals with orderly liquidation authority. Yeah. Okay. And just recently. There was a thing where they said all the banks are in good shape. they you know, right now they have the liquidity available if the market takes a severe downturn. That's well we it. gotta do something about that. Yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> Why you know, we've <laughs> got it going on. We've got to the point now. Let's just end it, you know, it's enough already. We're in better shape. No, you're not. What? I am I am really tired. Of uh, people saying, you know what? That was then. This is now. Yeah, you know what? What's all this new? It just keeps coming around and around. And
3: Liquidity. At it. Unbelievable. I'm
0: thirsty. Retired coal miners get healthcare fixed, but pension problems remain. Okay, this has been going on. It's like coal miners. It's been going. Literally this is one of those things there are people
3: researching cancer right now the things that will kill us someone's trying to find a solution to that right now right now right now and we're that, talking about the coal miners
0: that's exactly it. I mean look like I said you know the opiate <laughs> problem wasn't a problem hey, until it reached Butcher's Hollow I was going to say I'm, you know, she said she Butcher's when when skag comes to Butcher's Hollow any when any they them start coal up
3: there when er coal miners that I'm smoking them pills is it Oh, hell yeah, baby.
0: Hmm. Last week...
3: Because you know they're expensive.
0: Um, there was an unlikely group of Americans uh, caught up in the government budget shutdown. Coal miners across the country, some 22,000 retired union miners and their dependents, whose companies went bankrupt, were set to lose their health care at the end of April unless Congress acted. On Monday, lawmakers announced that they had reached a permanent solution for miners by glomming. Glomming, There's an interesting word. Mm-hmm.
3: I like it. I use it all the time. Yeah. Several times a day.
0: Several times a day. I didn't even know what it meant. I mean, I figured out what no. it meant based on the sentence. Yeah, but by <laughs> glomming a health care fix on the new government funding bill on track for passage this week, funding for the miners provision would rely on trade fees, mm-hmm. fees. I love what they call fees. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, they're called customs user fees that apply to a variety of transactions like merchandise processing, harbor maintenance, and passenger transportation. All told, it would net about $1.38 billion over the next 10 years, according to a regional uh, congressional budget office estimate, more than enough to fund the health benefits for the next decade. So basically what they're doing is they are taxing Amer- the average American because coal companies decided to file bankruptcy mm-hmm. and can't afford to do what they had committed to do. Right. Once again, the average American bailing out corporate America. And mm-hmm. we seem to be okay with this. And what I think is interesting is this, they don't call it a tax. It's just like this thing on bodegas from last week. We're gonna we're assessing a fee. It's not a fucking fee. Mm-hmm. Okay? If the government assesses it, it is it's a, a tax. tax all right. And calling it anything else is bullshit. It's bullshit. They're literally saying, "You know what? Those guys fucked up. We can't get the money from them. Where can I? we'll get it from these guys? They should have thought of that, okay? Before they allowed these companies to basically take a powder on their responsibility to the people that made the executives rich beyond their wildest dreams that that enabled these companies to basically murder their employees mm-hmm. one inch at a time through black lung." And then, you know, this is like my problem with, with uh, the, the VA. Mm-hmm. You know, coal companies the same thing. They got no problem sending these guys down into those tunnels over and over and over again. But when it comes time to pay for their health costs so that they don't all croak in their mid-40s, fuck you.
3: Well, yeah, exactly. There's
0: pl- you know, there's always plenty of money, mm-hmm. you know, to, to build a new mine to to you know do more advertising to mm-hmm. figure out another way to take off the refuse and put to a slurry pond or blow off the top of a fucking mountain because you know that's easier
3: well how are you gonna build
0: stuff that's exactly and you know it's just i i'm really starting to grow sick and tired of the well i'm not growing sick i am sick and tired of it it's a Shonda, look, I'm against the coal industry, but you know what? I'm oh, going hey. to tell, tell you something, though. I got no, This is exactly the way I, I feel about, about the military. I love our veterans. Yeah. I hate the people that send them to places. Right. I love coal miners. I hate the people that have sent them down there and have gone out of their way to fool them over and over again. Like I said, Trump does not dig coal. Trump takes advantage of... Of the right. people who did call and he, you know, and he basically looks the other way and indeed, you know, right. encourages other people to take advantage of them to the point where they can abdicate their sworn responsibility, which was to pay for the pensions, pay for the health care. OK, and here's the interesting thing. OK, they have fixed the health care problem. But guess what they haven't fixed? What? The pensions. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. That's right. Those retirement, you know why? Here's, I figured I figured out why they don't care about the pensions that much. Because they figure they're all gonna die soon anyway, so who needs a they, pension? Listen, they're stall, 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 stall they're they're right.
3: dead now they did the same thing in my, my hometown of Libby, Montana. And in case you don't know, look it up. Montana is now
0: the number one coal producer in the coal producing state in the
3: country. We, we love our mining companies in in Montana and, and logging companies too. The quicker that you can destroy the environment up there, the happier the people there. And they well, ship yeah.
0: it all to, to California. That was so the whole thing. They had these huge zone, zonalite, going through there.
3: vermiculite, Zonalite, might have heard of it if you did some gardening. One of they the few these, sources yeah, in North, like north America. America.
0: And they can't – this is the interesting mm-hmm. thing. They, when they're shipping all this coal, they can't actually cover up the individual train cars because it would be too dangerous because it would be potentially combustible. So they these these open trains, you know, train cars full of coal are going from Montana all the way out to the West Coast, okay? And they say that on every train, on every train, the dust that flies off, that is it loses between two and three times. Tons of coal per trip. That's what's just flying off into the air yep. as it rolls through your community. But,
3: of course, we're big fat hypocrites. That's why I can't wait to get my, my electric car with the solar panels on top right. so that I can achieve the power of righteous indignation. Righteous indignation. Yes, I'll be able to point my finger and say,
6: so, you, you know. know.
0: And, 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 you know, Secretary, you know, this, this, this puts Perry, who really has, he's literally, the guy has no clue. What's going on? He's like completely, he's devoid of knowledge and he want, he's talking about energy dominance. They want to have energy dominance. They want to dominate in energy. You want to dominate in energy? Easy. Stop using oil. That's yeah, how you yeah. dominate in energy. What you do is you make it unprofitable for our enemies
3: to stop, make money.
0: Stop buying their stuff. Right. Which they then take the profits from and use on what? terrorism. I mean, whatever. Uh, how, about, how about
3: how about like my stepfather who had an idiotic saying that went something like this, when you give your money to somebody, you don't have it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so when you give it to your enemies, now they've got your
0: money. Yes. Or or anybody else for that matter. Anybody if you give else, it to your friends, they got, got your money. I've we got, can spend it here. I am shocked, shocked, shocked that we haven't like totally jumped on the bandwagon because, you know, the son is free. Right. It's free. And generally speaking, once you construct the
3: solar panel, you know it's gonna last a long time. Absolutely. It's not like a consumable panel. China thing.
0: China's leading the way. China you, is literally Do you
3: know do you know when you replace a solar panel? When because they just keep getting better? All right. When it becomes no longer commercially expedient for you to occupy that same amount of space with that old solar panel that's only producing this much electricity, when you could produce twice that much electricity with these newer ones, now, that's when you replace it.
0: Right. I, here's my thought why don't, why don't these companies just go into these, these towns in Appalachia and you know, retrofit? What company are you talking about? any company you know.
3: there are companies already in existence in case you don't know that you know, will retrofit the factory will produce solar panels finance that will finance the installation of oh, solar panels and 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 wait for and like collect the the electrical offset savings oh yeah as their recompense sure
0: that's and, the way it then, was when yeah. I was in Hawaii you got a tax break okay mm-hmm. for what it cost to install the uh, the solar panels mm-hmm. and Then what happened was gradually over time you paid back that that tax break uh with the excess electricity mm-hmm. that you produced and Helco used that yeah. until you had paid it back and then after that you got to profit you
3: the, right you from get...
0: it. Okay? And
3: Oh Lord Jeez. In heaven. Yeah. anyway Lord in heaven. But I thought things. that
0: was interesting that, you know, Trump he digs coal and he yeah. likes solar panels.
3: He digs his ass.
0: <laughs> he does. The I I keep talking about how there's an interesting uh article in the National Review, you know, this conservative, very conservative weekly. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, this is, uh, what's his name? And, uh, you know, started in the sixties and, um, uh, Buckley, uh, Bill Buckley. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. Bill. And there's an interesting article. It's called junkie running dry and it's about, uh, Trump. I and read that. I, yeah. And I've been talking about this for ages. I mean, sure. you know, he's an ad, that's why I call him an adulation addict, but I'll tell you something. The Kellyanne Conway uh, line that I thought was interesting was regarding Trump, uh, the Trump health care plan. They were, you know, these guys, they're interviewing Kellyanne Conway. and They're like, well, what about these, uh, you know, these cuts to Medicaid? He said he mm-hmm. wasn't going to be. He swore mm-hmm. there would be yeah. no cuts to Medicaid. They're talking about 700 million, billion, excuse me. Yeah. And she's like, they're not cuts. We don't know. We don't see them. Right. We didn't see them as cuts. The new alternative facts, which you think is yeah. gonna be the word of the year, I'm mm-hmm. I'm looking better and better. Okay, okay, for Twitter storm. Okay. Being being a word of the year. I'm All fucking right. living large on that bet, pal.
3: Well, alternative facts is two words, so you know Yeah,
0: well, or, yeah, but I still so anyway, it, they, they would include that.
3: I think she's a genius. <laughs> I mean she's she's evil. <laughs> I think she's evil. But and, and, and not I'm not me. and and uh, but and, and I'm not going to say anything about her looks because uh, I think we should set an example, and uh, and not I do not, her. not the not the president. I don't, I do I don't think we should do the use the use the president. I used to objectify women, but I have daughters and granddaughters now, so I'm going to try to be a better person in the future. A- anyway, I think she's a genius, and she should be like a hostage negotiator when this is all over, because <laughs> she could talk anybody out of anything.
0: I thought it was in the uh, they were contriving this controversy um, regarding the whole Mueller. Mm-hmm. You know, Mueller, being yeah. the, uh, mm-hmm. the new whatever council special prosecutor, or whatever, and so of course immediately conservatives on all the conservative stations, all the all Fox and Alex Jones and Rush Limbaugh, and all these guys. Okay, what they they started going on about how he was, you know, he was a very good friend of Comey. No, well, he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't a good friend of Comey. But the big thing was is that they were complaining that the lawyers. That Mueller had hired because he can hire as many as he wants, and mm-hmm. uh, you know that they hired uh, a number of them had a history of donating to the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Okay? The, they had that. donated to. Uh, Clinton, various Clinton campaigns in particular, Mm. and uh, basically what what I said is they're laying the groundwork for being able to delegitimize any negative conclusions from the special counsel. What do they want? Will they only be happy if Mueller hires lawyers who have never given money to politics in any way? Okay, I was going to say. If Mueller actually managed to find a team of competent lawyers with no history of political affiliation, Trump's de facto PR department at Fox would just conjure up another reason not to believe what they say. Mm-hmm. This is everything they do now. You know, one of the interesting things that I heard as a result of, you know, the latest Trump Twitter escapade where he's, you know, he's this this thing, this wrestling thing and, and all about that is that what you're hearing from everybody other than his most ardent devotees mm-hmm. is that, you know, this despicable blah, 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 blah. These things, the, the, the whole beef with Mika, Mika Brzezinski, mm-hmm. and Joe Scarborough, that whole bullshit. And what they're saying is, you know, it's ridiculous because all he's doing, you know, there are all these these uh, Republicans and are saying that what he's doing is he's basically managing to just get in the way of his agenda. He's just getting in the way of his agenda. I'm like, no, he's no, not. No, that is his that agenda. Is agenda. That's his agenda. Yeah. His agenda is, is dividing, is tearing off a portion of the country for himself because he does not want to be president. He wants to, to be a cult leader. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I'd he, like he
3: is know. actually. That's,
0: I wrote yeah. down, I said, uh, This is why he behaves like a petulant adolescent that suddenly assumed the crown. He is a perverted modern day hybrid of part Henry VIII, part Caligula, part wannabe Gordon Gecko. Yeah. You know, that's all he is. These guys don't care about legislation, they care about making sure that there's a group of people, and they do. There are people out there who have said, I saw this interview with these people, I don't care what he says he's on he's on my team. This is about hmm. them feeling better about him as one of them. And it's you know, he doesn't speak to their anger. He just acts angry. And that's what they want. They don't know they don't know who they should be angry at. So they're being told who they should be angry at and that's good enough for them. That really is. It's <laughs> anger the reason that they're they, they like this because anger as a visceral emotion is just so much easier to convey than logic. Mm-hmm. Anger is easy. Well, it, yeah. It's easy. It's hard it's, not to be angry. Right. The, the the logic of figuring out why you're angry and then trying to solve that problem, that takes effort. Yes. And at the same time, you've got a whole bunch of people okay, where that's not in the, their best interest is to have 25, 30 million people. Rapidly following them down the rabbit hole of lunacy, of ideologically intransitive narratives, of absolute bigotry, of hatred, of divisiveness, of isolationist, of xenophobia, us and them. It is a continuing, you know, development of us and them. And every time I hear when these guys, you know, talk about, well, you know, Democrats didn't want to come and. You know, they're not we're we're more than happy to have, you know, bipartisan Fuck you. No, you're not.
3: I'm
6: not I'm Why
0: don't they come in and, and help us out with this? Well, we would help you out with it except the things that we want to do, you will you put the kibosh on immediately. I've said it before. <laughs> I will say it again. It doesn't matter what health care – now they're talking about repeal, then replace. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah. They're so adamant to get a victory mm-hmm. that achieving that victory is is more important than how it's achieved. Like as Stalin once said, If the ends don't justify the means, what does? (laughs) That is their philosophy. (laughs) That is it, baby. You know, it's the old thing. It's uh, the people who place the votes don't decide elections. The people who count the votes Mm -hmm. decide elections. Aren't we figuring that shit out? I'm, you know, he's going to be going to meeting. He's got the G20 conference. And we need to get around the fact that Russia launched a terrorist attack on the United States. It was a coup of America. It is a terrorist attack. I don't think they did it to
3: scare us. It was they did it to it's conquer terrorism.
0: It is all about you know and that's the thing what what Putin really wanted was Hillary Clinton to win and be immediately Hamstrong in a administration. Terrorists. terrorists
3: blow things up here and there. I want to see That's create he chaos? That's what he Blew up the fucking yeah. election. No, nah, this is he put he put a mole in the White House. That's pretty surgical. <laughs>
0: so I've got an idea for debates. Okay, you ready? All right, I'm throwing this one out real quick before anybody else. You know, scoops it up as their own idea. You know, during the Republican debates uh, last year, you know they had like this. You know whole group they had like ten guys on one stage and then they would do you know the kitty table debate the next day and so what you've got are ten guys over the course of three hours basically spewing out talking points mm. and bitching at each other and Trump basically degrading everybody else on stage. That you know he basically won by calling everybody names. Yeah. He called everybody names yeah. That's oh, and he continues well, and, and, and to and his fans like that. Oh, he's a big, fat, stupid baby. I love it. Here's what the here's what the Democrats should do because you know everybody in their mother's going to try and run. Yeah. Hopefully, all right.
3: I yeah. know what they should do, but they won't listen to me. Well, they, go ahead. They're not going to listen to me. either. Let me, yeah, yeah. Let me hear what, what idea they're going to. What gonna they should do is they,
0: if they let's say they got you know nine candidates. What they should do is three debates. Okay. With three people each, then another three debates, Ooh, like brackets. and they would rotate oh, okay. who does, who's sitting with who, so that you could have actual debates with only three people, and they would each face off with different people. People, And eventually what's going to happen is they only need two You know, two tables of three, and it'll come down to one table of three, and then it'll only be two, and then it'll be one. That's all you'll narrow it down. You can't have ten people on a stage. You can't do that. Yeah. That's not a debate. That's a game show. That's why Trump won. They they made the entire they, they, Everything was based on this game show,
6: mm-hmm. you
0: know, philosophy. That's how it was set up. Who better to, you know, who they think was going to win? The game show host. So he's the game show host. That's why he won. So I think that they'd be better off doing it another way. Then again, on the other hand, these debates are such bullshit. I've never understood why we can't have an actual debate. Like, you know, with the Cambridge Debating Society. Mm. Why oh, you're aren't right. you allowed to with bring
3: in notes? Re- why yeah. can't you bring in notes? Good. Because it's a popularity contest. You know, Plain why, and simple. That's it. No, see, but it's a Fundraising contest. I, I, well,
0: it's supposed to be. That's it. It's a fundraising contest. But also... Like it's band a, candy. It's a, degrade, it's, a, it's a contest to see who can degrade the other person. We used to win elections based on people thinking that our ideas were the best. Now, elections are won by convincing people that the other guy's ideas are the worst. It's not what I'm going to do. It's what they're not going to do. Or it's not what I'm not going to do. It's what they're going to do to you. That's it. It's the Broad Street Bullies, man. These guys, basically, politics now are the Philadelphia Flyers in 73, 4, and 5. Okay? Fighting was always a part of the NHL. Okay? It was Mm -hmm. always part of the game. But it was never pre- Organized, It wasn't, you know, set up ahead of time. The Flyers were the first team to really use fighting as a methodology to achieve victory. And they did. Okay. They they got more penalty minutes. Dave Schultz in like 74-75 had more penalty minutes than anybody else. And to this day, it is a record that mm-hmm. is unchallenged like 35-40 years later. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Nobody's even come close. One year, the Flyers had... 100 they had twice as many fights as the second most in the league at the time mm-hmm. and what they really you know they got beat up the first two years by the St. Louis Blues when they were first in the expansion draft in 67 68 and so the owner of the club said that's never going to happen to us again we will never let anybody intimidate us again and he said that what they did is they they literally designed their draft and their philosophy with that in mind. And they drafted Dave Schultz and Don Selesky. And basically, they went out of their way to beat up everybody. That was what it took. And they didn't care how many minutes they spent in the penalty box. They didn't care how much blood was spilled, how many legs were broken, or what people thought of them.
6: Because
0: hmm. everybody thought that what they were doing was terrible to the game. They didn't care. And to this day, they don't care. And they won. And the thing is, is you you hear them in interviews now, the guys from the Flyers back in those days. And they still say... You know, we love to be hated, and we're lo- We were we were loved in Philadelphia, and hated everywhere else. And you know, Dave Jones like we got nothing to apologize for, man. Okay, we have nothing to apologize for. We brought a victory to this city, this hard scrabble city, this beer and a hoagie city. This work hard, two jobs. We're gonna hustle. It's a city of hustlers. We work. That's basically Trump. Right now, He's, he doesn't care, okay, how much blood is spilled or what people outside of his group of followers think of him. He doesn't mm-hmm. care. Nope. They adore him, and that's what matters. He's loved with them and hated by everybody else. He's literally, the, the, you know, the current administration and the Republicans have been basically working their way up to this. This is what happens when you let Dave Schultz into the mm-hmm. Oval Office. Okay? He wins by fighting. And yeah, he scored 20-some-odd goals one year. But, you know, he wasn't Reggie McLeish who scored 50. Or Cowboy, what's-his-name, he scored 43. He wasn't a goal scorer. Even, and the other thing is, Bobby Clark was like the dirtiest player in the entire league. But he could do anything he wanted because he knew that if anybody went at him, there were these other guys that were just going to go beat the shit out of whoever came after Bobby Clark because he was the leader. He was the capo, the godfather. This is basically what's going on now. Anytime Trump or any of these guys want to do anything, and people come to, you know, go after them, you've got all of these people. You've got Fox News and these conservatives out there, the the Koboks of the world, okay, and the Limbaugh's of the world, and the the Jones. These guys, Alex Jones, what a nitwit. Seriously. Dude. All right. (laughs) What is it? I I like the fact...
3: we not time for that.
0: Did you hear about NASA actually having to yeah, deny, yeah. like, yeah, publicly deny sex, uh, that there's a child sex thing? Like, they, I see, I actually thought it was real. I thought they had yeah. simply moved it from the basement of that pizza place.
3: I was going to say, as a Martian, I find that racist. I,
0: I'm simply amazed that, you know, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again, you need to look at everything Donald Trump does from the perspective that being the president was not his goal when he was running for president. That wasn't his objective. It wasn't the objective of of Bannon either. Their objective was to be was to be leaders of a cult.
3: Okay, uh, I think know? they plan to rip everybody off. This is a bank heist.
0: It. Is, oh yeah, absolutely. They're all going to line their pockets. All right, enough about that. There's only so much of it. I can see. No, I can, I'm trying
3: not to sneeze.
0: <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. We're going to keep the groove going a little little more here with the squeeze on SofloRadio.com. <laughs>
1: I Take your life. Slip your butt to the mix of this mix. Toss that briefcase case is time to let loose because you work like to get the weekend check. So one fasten that sleeper on your neck. Connected like a vibe from the wheel to the foot. Come on everybody, get the funky up. Op- you pump your fists i reminisce to a bounce rock stage go fest to impress hey pretty diamond do you like the way i'm dressed cool keep the faith and be my mate because all we need is feet but promote the hustle because it keeps me thin no need to talk look just walk in is there a dread on stage yes man so take the wham on this jam. oh mr sprinkler mr sprinkler up. I'm heating high five and a day's no split. With a yarn, I trip to the dawn. Out comes the bodies following the one idea. It's clear. Rattle to the roll. Hold back up the track. Grab your roller skates, y'all. And let's zip on by. Zipity dood, I let's zip on by. Feed on the weed and we're feeling high. Sun is on thick and the cheese is golden thick. Come on, it's no time to hide. Season is twist. Spinning and winning. No hack and sack, let, let me in. Spill on the bottom away, but it's okay. Huh?
4: It's a Saturday. Now let's all get baked like Anita. Watch Mr. Lawn don't look at the Peter.
1: Feel on the farm, I'll feel on the...
4: Hey, watch that.
1: It's a Saturday. Now is the time to act. At noon tomorrow. Here's your badge. Badges? We don't need no stinking badges. (laughs) 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 Next. Qualifications. Stampeding cattle. That's not much of a crime. Through the Vatican. Kinky.
5: Sign here.
4: Why, rat? How many times have I told you to wash up after weekly cross burning? (laughs) See, it's coming off.
0: And now, for my next impression, Jesse Owens. (laughs) song ends. I love the sound. Very of groovy, Dad. Yeah, that is exactly... It is. You know, you can see the chicks in, like, the the thigh-high boots, little mini skirts. It's the skizziest, mini-skirts. Dad. Yeah, man. He's some lava lights in the background. That is the Wicked Whispers. song is called Dandelion Eyes came out in 2012. It was actually just... Re- it was released only as a 45. Uh, those guys out of Liverpool, baby. So, like that. Before that, one of my favorite songs, The Shag doing Stop and Listen. That's from uh, Boulder's Volume 1, one of those... Collections, the Nuggets, Boulders, Pebbles, all of those collection stuff. I love that stuff. Those guys out of Milwaukee from 67. Great song for that. Yeah, a little more Blazing Saddles, a little more Auditions. Uh, stampeding Cattle. That's not much of a thing. Through the Vatican? Kinky. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Well, before that, gotta love this. We Willie and the Winners Get Some from 1973. That was also a 45. He had a few singles that he released. Um, yeah, I don't think he's got a complete album out there. Uh, he was recording at the time on Shotgun Records. Uh, he's out of Ohio. He died, uh, passed away a few years ago. Uh, before that, yeah, I knew you'd like this one. I knew you'd like it. Mm-hmm. De La Soul, roller skating jam named yep. Saturdays. Of course, Q-tip on that as well. So we did a double shot of Q-tip today. Excellent. There you go. De La Soul is dead as the album came out from that. That was uh, their second album. You want to see some sampling stuff? I was talking about... Uh, the Beastie Boys from Paul's Boutique. Mm-hmm. One of the, it's, you know, you they, you know, there are these sites where they show you every sample from every song. Take a look at the samples from that shit. It is off the chain. Some of the stuff that they did on uh, "Dela Soul Is Dead," which is their second thing. You know, literally, there's a uh, there's an article I came across. I'm gonna forward this to. you. I'll give you the link. It's called "The Rise and Fall of Roller Skating in New York City." All and, right. you know, it was about the roller rinks going down. You know, my man, Butch Ford, one of the originals at the Roxy. And the Roxy closed. Closed in uh, 2007, 8, 9. Right. It closed, you know, within the last 10 years. And I'm reading more and more about ver- various articles that I keep reading about, you know, reading. It's all about the death of s- of something. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, uh, what was it, one? Uh, the death of the six-string electric guitar? Okay. The name of the article yeah. is "While My Guitar Gently Weeps." And it's talking about you know the demise of guitars mm. and how they're not being used as much anymore. I'm like, hey man, all the people I know still fucking use them. I got guys who are fanatical about guitars; mm-hmm. they love guitars. Man. I just keep you know over and over and over again. It's this is going away, that is going away. And as a New Yorker, I'm used to it. A New Yorker is a very transitory city as far as what stays and what gets removed, so that something new can be put in its mm-hmm. place. You have a finite amount of space, right? You know, I mean, the the church down on Wall Street's still there, so, but that's about it.
3: All right. (laughs) Now,
0: things just keep getting torn down for something else. Kicking off the set, we love it. Squeeze Another Nail in My Heart from RG Barge. It's great. That's that's a great album. That's a really, really good album. You know, I love that shit. So, what do we have here? Well, you got your hat. Yes, oh, say, I wanted.
3: Say. Show until I've been playing with a box during the show because yes. it's so exciting. Thank you very much. You're welcome. The, uh, I got this
0: because I, you know me. I'm basically I am technologically inept. I don't know how to use any of this stuff. I still don't know how to stream shit into my car. I don't know how to use my phone for you know stereo shit.
3: Because but I can put it on over. I'm that not gonna put it on over is my
0: a uh, that's a Bluetooth
3: hat. winter
0: cap, and it's right. got like it's got built in headphones, built in headphones, and everything.
3: So I can.
0: Wearing the you know, heat,
3: but, which, by the way, I still I see people. You know the youngsters
0: wearing those things, even though it's like, wearing, physical, yeah, the, It is a bazil- you you, you see this right? You, it's you, officially a bazillion degrees outside.
3: It's it's molten. It's,
0: it's just a, it's, you're, you're. I
3: swear to God, it is. Check your tire pressure. Careful, your tire I, might explode. They're to often melt. That
0: was that was what yeah. I first thought had happened this morning. I was like, yeah. oh, it's summer. I know, but it was too low. I so, can
3: tell. I don't know. I don't know how that how it's done, but I sure am tempted to now walk down the street with my headphone hat.
0: Well, you, where's your? Yeah. You normally wear your little Bluetooth thing. You got, you know.
3: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's not working anymore, so this is just the oh, time. Oh, no,
0: the timing's great.
3: Oh. The timing's great. I just well. need to stay right inside the air conditioning. <laughs> it's very comfortable. It's very soft and comfortable. Thank you very much. And it's got the microphone. I can take phone calls with it. Yeah. So now, people can't see that I'm wearing headphones, so when I'm walking through the store talking to people, I, I will look You're like a crazy person. I'll just look like a crazy person. So, so I'm going to have a heated argument. I'll call one, uh, one of my brothers and have a political argument in Spanish while walking through public.
0: I was going to say, it up, the, nah, the, nah, the nah, interesting nah, thing nah, these days is, that crazy people who like talk to themselves while they walk down the street, you don't know if they're crazy because all they have to do is have a phone next to them. I check
3: for a headset person. Is it a crazy person or are they talking...
0: Yeah, but you just put the phone up I there and start, you know.
3: I took a look. Well, we, thank you. Anyway, I want I to say thank you. You're very
0: welcome. I could be Thank you happy so to, much for this really let, fun hat that color no, is perfect. I'm anxious, to, I'm anxious for you to show me how to use the fucker.
3: All right. Well, <laughs> I, I can no idea. connect it to my phone there.
0: I have no idea. How to, you know, I, it's I probably not charged like that. up. But. Yeah, I take a look at stuff like that. No. And I'm like, all right, I don't know how to use this, but I know George yeah. does. Yeah. That was the thing. you know. I was with a friend of mine in New York, and he goes, watch this. And he literally picks up his phone. So he starts talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. Except he's not talking to anybody, but he's talking loud. He's like, well, what do you want me to do? I chopped him up. It's your responsibility to get rid of the body. Now, I don't know how many times I'm going to have to tell you this. What is this, number five? It's you still haven't learned And he's, you know, we're in a crowded street walking up Broadway, you know, uh-huh. past, past Columbus Circle. And that's this new thing. He goes, you know, anytime I, I'm like, want to amuse myself. He's like, I'll just think of the most outrageous shit I can possibly say that people would overhear. Yeah, <laughs> and they just put the phone up to my ear as if I'm actually talking to somebody. That's a great like, way
3: to keep the seat next to you empty. Oh, on absolutely. The bus.
0: Oh, please. That was the whole thing. How to, you know, how do you deal? How do you deal with crazy people? Act crazier than they are. Sure. You know, that's that's a New York subway rider's tradition.
3: I used yeah. to ride the bus cross country. So
0: really, yeah. I actually took a bus from New York City down here to Florida.
3: Seven trips between here and uh, and Montana. That's By a straight fuck. Five up days, what? four nights. Wait. Moist Basically, towelettes. What were you looking for? Divorces.
0: Yeah. No, ah, like used to chicks running away from their husbands. I got this. Is these are
3: my two homes. They all, I would yeah. Why Be back and forth, but yeah, no, I loved it as a as a young man. It was a Greyhound? wonderful really? adventure trail with continental trailways. My first trip I like was trains.
0: Rough... Trains are cool.
3: Trains are slower, but uh, the slower? Yeah, back roads. The trains make a lot of stops. You don't think it's expensive? So, yeah, you you wouldn't think so. Yeah, but. Um, but wow, there you go, a, moist towelettes. If I, uh, in those days it was the Walkman days, a Walkman, a book, you know. Yeah, yeah. And moist towelettes—that's what I didn't have on the first trip.
0: The moist towelettes. Yeah.
3: Well, I wasn't banking on that. You know, <laughs> you really need a shower, and if you oh, can't yeah. have a shower, you need that to, little bathroom you know, in the back of the puffs. It's just it's nothing. It's a, you can't. It's not a bidet. There's not a bidet back there, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. You story. want to
3: recapture that shower fresh feeling any way you can. <laughs> Day three, <laughs> yet yeah, <it's> softly <awfully> uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: she back, she back row. Yeah. That's a, that's, that, that's the thing. You know, you don't want to be sitting in those last couple of seats on a bus because that's you know. Uh,
3: I like the first row because most people walk past it. You know, so if somebody was does want to sit next to me, ah, uh, you know, then uh, they Good say someone's sitting here, and I say, and I say, Jesus, wisdom. Jesus is sitting there.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's just, yeah. Well, you know what? It's time for it's time for me to take care of the people who take care of me. couple of things, man. Once again, shout out to Dixie Tire. Okay? On Dixie Highway just south of Atlantic on the east side of Dixie Highway. Big, big, big shout out for them. I was actually driving on Dixie Highway just yesterday. I'm driving down and I saw a uh, a uh, Plymouth Barracuda not in very good shape. The the body Oh, uh, look like it had been, you know, pretty much beat up. But it's a Plymouth Barracuda. It's for sale. Took a couple of pictures. Sent them off to Dave. Hey, you know what? Right around the corner. Maybe you know, you get it for a couple of grand, a project car. But the body, like it's the, the rust. I think might be more than you can handle. You know that kind of thing. Obviously, though, I'm talking about Precision Auto Works of Pompano Beach, Florida. 9362. bumper to Bumper. Dave is the man. He sent me to Dixie Tires. He's see he, So now, where he says to go, where he tells me to go someplace for my car. He's like, well, you need to go here? Beeline. I go right there. There is nothing. He's got another Chevelle in there. I don't know how he... This guy has got a steady stream of just sport and wood Chevels. You just look at the beautiful. They're just mm. beautiful. And he's like, hey, check it out. Put nitrous in. <laughs> okay. But if you've got a regular car, he's absolutely a man. All my friends that have gone there have raved about him. Okay. You can go to the Soflowradio.com website. Click on the box that says Tony C's SoFlow Groovathon. It's going to take you to my page where you will see every show I have ever done which is now quite a few, Mm -hmm. every single one of them available to be downloaded or listened to for free. You will see the lineup of songs for each and every show right above the link. At the very top, you're going to see a description of the show and a link for Precision Auto Works. Click on the link. It takes you right to their page. It's just off 95. They fixed the exit Atlantic now. Back down to 160 seconds from 95 right to Precision Auto Works. 954 247-9362. 247-9362. Absolutely Groovathon approved. Mention the Groovathon to Dave. There is a discount. He's going to give you a little bit of a discount. You're not going to need it. Not going to need it. But you know what? Can't hurt. Take it. Most importantly, though, okay, when he discount, when he gives you a discount, he's not giving you a discount because he's discounting the actual work. His work does not he's anal retentive. If it's not perfect, it's not right. It's either perfect or it doesn't go in the damn car. That's it. That's what I love about him. He's like, that's why he does all these old cars, because he doesn't have to look for parts. He'll look for a little while. Can't find it? Build it. Build it. Tool and die master. Absolutely the place where people who love their cars take their cars. You know what that means? Yeah. Time for the drive group. Going to kick it off with one of my faves. This guy, of course, he is the... uh, He's the guy who does our annual Snowbirds Coming Back to Florida anthem every year, uh, That uh, the song uh, Everybody Use Your Goddamn Turn Signal. Okay. Yeah. Kick you off the drive groove with Paul Gilbert on Soflowradio.com.
1: tell you just how I feel. Well, I'm trying to tell you people. Trying to tell you just how I feel. I feel so bad. I feel so bad. If I, my baby gave me a dirty deal. baby. baby You know? But sometimes I want to stay and die. I do, yeah, sometimes I wanna stay, but then again I wanna leave, feel so bad, yes I do, catch a train right away, go ahead baby, play it for me when I do, you feel so bad, Rainin right away, I'm on a ride away, babe, you ain't gonna get me here, babe,
0: i got the ride Earl away. Earl Hooker, babe. baby, ball a- game on a rainy day, I feel so bad, I feel like a ball game on a rainy day, that is from Funk, the last of the great Earl Hooker, that came out in 1969, great little ditty right there, before that, BLT, No Island Lost, yeah, Jack Bruce, Robin Trower, um, that was their only album that, uh, that album came out in 1981. Um, the, uh, guys, you know, uh, the guy, uh, from Procol Harum, who co-wrote a lot of their songs, wrote all the lyrics for Procol Harum. Uh, Keith Reed, he actually, uh, co-wrote a whole bunch of the stuff from the BLT album, uh, Into Money. Great song. I played that before, I'm sure. For that, Bliss. Bliss on Tap. The three pickers Live, that is rolling in my sweet baby's arms, Doc Watson, Earl Scruggs, and Ricky Skaggs. Now, if you got a problem with that, go fuck yourself. Seriously, I, I don't even know what else to tell you, pal. I, I don't even know what else to say. If you don't think that that's great, we're going to, we need to, outside. We're going to have to do it in a parking lot. Guys, I, I'm familiar with the original version of that, which is by Flatten Scruggs. So what you've got is Earl Scruggs. Of course, now playing a banjo on that. You've got uh, Doc Watson, one of the great all-time flat pickers. And you got Ricky Skaggs doing a little mandolin. There's also some other people there. It's a great live show. The Three Pickers, If you, it's there's a bunch of it on YouTube, but there's an entire concert where they do it, and it's great. I actually was just looking uh, through some stuff, and I snagged a couple of tracks from a uh, Buddy Rich tribute mm. concert. Wow. Yeah, there's. I I've got a couple of nuggets from that one. Little teaser, little little uh, teaser yeah. for upcoming shows. Just some really the great version of the song "The Chicken." Okay, and I've got a version of that by uh, with Jaco Pastorius on bass, John Scofield, one of my favorites on on guitar. That's really one of the best versions, probably the best version. There's a version of this with Will Lee on uh, on bass, and I got to tell you good it's just a big band sound so i got some of that coming up for the three pickers yeah blues traveler carolina blues straight on till morning from 1997 that was the uh, last album they did um with uh billy sheehan who was a bass player he od'd like right after that they've still been touring i saw them a couple of years ago at uh, revolution okay. with uh the uh, north mississippi all stars with well, my friend uh joey zepp joe Angelino. he does a uh radio show like a sober, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Rockers and Recovery. That's it. If you're, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, check out Rockers and Recovery with my man, Joey Zepp, Joe Antolino. And so they're coming back. They're going to be here in September, October, Mm -hmm. 30th anniversary tour. So I'm thinking about going and seeing that because I'm going to tell you something. I remember seeing Blues Traveler back. Like I saw them at the Lone Star. uh, Mm -hmm. Well, not the original Lone Star, the Lone Star Roadhouse, which, you know, where Lone Star moved to. They, they're they just really good. I mean, they were they're a Jersey band, but you used to be able to see them at like Nightingales and, you know, various places like that. And, you know, five bucks a pop. Them and the Spin Doctors. So, you know, you see them for nothing. And now, you know, and they're good. They're a lot of fun. I've seen them live a couple of times. They put on a good show. And so I'm thinking about going with my man Joey Zepp to uh, the 30th anniversary show. It's coming up, so that should be pretty interesting. And kicking off the set, yeah. He's got one of our annual anthems. That's Paul Gilbert. Put it on the chart from Vibrato. Came out in 2012. He was also, you know, with racetrack. He's one of those shredders out there. But, of course, he does our annual Snowbirds returning to uh, South Florida anthem. Everybody use your goddamn turn signal. That gets played. That's an annual now. That's never good. It has to be played. And as a result of that, every time I'm driving around, you know, I see that they don't use their turn. Mm. Would you please... Use, it's so easy. Why aren't you using it? What's the problem with that? What's the? Pro- I use it. I use it when I'm. Uh, out I turn. use it. I use it. I use it in the middle of the night when I'm. I'm on pretty sure myself. it's the law. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that one. Yeah, my stepdad
3: would say because he was an idiot that they can't see this big car turning. How they're going to see that little blinky light? Really? Yeah. He would say stupid shit like.
0: Yeah, that. that's that's way up there. That's pretty fucking stupid.
3: I told you, he's dead.
0: <laughs> he says <laughs> Hey, look, you know, I have friends of mine that are like I've I have, I have one of my best friends. He's never had a driver's license. Grew up in New York, lived in New York, never moved out. He's, why Why have a driver's license? I don't need a driver's license. He's literally never owned a car, never had a driver's license, never driven. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if he ever took the test. Yeah. You know, he's Fancy like, yeah, I want to come on down. I'm like, well, you know, you want to borrow my car? He's like, well, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I don't know how to drive. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Brutally hot outside, man.
3: Yeah, you. speaking of drive, you've got a I, nice drive. I do, the heat.
0: but because tomorrow's the 4th, the traffic wasn't so bad today, Yeah. so I'm hoping that is not going to be gut-wrenching. But I'll tell you something. This is called getting your money's worth there. We're coming up. This is a three-hour show, baby. That's right. I do a show every a other week, show. but I make sure that it's worth Spending the time. I'm not just going to come back and give you jibber jabber. Mm hmm. Oh, jibber jabber with a little music on there. What do you want to play? Hey, I just got some music. I'm going to play some normal music. You know what I'm going to play? That's right. Radar Love by Gold Earring. I'm going to uh, play it twice. I mean, I no, I'm going to play it, it, play it in every set. No, 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 not here. You got another show where you're going to hear salsa, garage rock, hip hop, bluegrass, old school funk, b boy remixes, straight up rock from. The, the purple velvets and the pirates. He got Grand Funk Railroad in there, along with Doc Watson. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm spanning the globe, baby. I, I bring all of this up because we're having this conversation now. Mm-hmm. It's this is this is it. Where I'm putting it out there. It's it's time. It's time. I'm getting a great deal of grief from friends, from various family members about monetizing. You need to monetize. It. You need to take control yeah. of your own intellectual property, your own intellectual content. Okay. Well, this is one of those things I'm going to have to try and figure out because I've always liked the fact that I was able to provide this show for free, and you're telling me the best way to do it is to simply get sponsors, you know, corporate oh, sure. sponsors.
3: Well, or any sponsors, or any but, sponsor. but you can get the corporate sponsors, and you can tap into the all these. Elon ads that Musk, we see. come on, yeah. baby, just pull up your couch, put push- cushions. There's a list. That's all you got to do. There's a list of, I'll give you the checklist of things that I want yeah but yeah. that's
0: the thing I'm not going to put this is why I I'm, yeah. I'm so happy with with Precision Auto Works Dave Carey mm-hmm. and those guys why cuz I absolutely 100 fucking percent believe in him okay mm. I will yeah I got no problem mm-hmm. okay with you know standing by standing, you know backing him up they're they're my guys and I'm not going to have somebody come on the show that I'm not 100 percent that I don't personally use. Mm-hmm. All right, it's one thing to have something I think is good, but I don't know. You know, I'd love Elon Musk to sponsor the show. Of course, before he does that, he's going to have to get me a brand new Tesla. Now, you know, just a demo model. The right? demo yeah, model. I'll
3: let you drive it for this. Uh, right, of I got the a campaign. friend of mine who's got
0: a Tesla. It's yeah. great. He yeah. loves it. It's silent. Mm-hmm. It makes no noise. It's really just... It's like mildly disconcerting.
3: I could go for that. Is this thing on?
0: Is this thing... Yeah. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Yeah. Hey, like I was... You know, I think that uh, down at the border, they should have solar panels there, and then they should have little charging stations, and all Mm -hmm. of the Border Patrol vehicles should be electric. Yeah. You just charge it up along the wall whenever you're driving. And lasers. I don't know about lasers. (laughs) Gun turrets. Hey, man. Another one in the books. You know, I had... I, I... Basically decided on the the closing song today because it is fucking hot. It's really, really, yeah. It's it's abusive. It's abusive. You get in a car and it's like, I really, I was sweating so bad earlier with the whole with the the, the flat tire. tire.
3: Yeah. Oh boy. You know,
0: and that you know, and it's not just that it's hot. It's that now I've really got to hustle. Plus. I'm starting to worry, so there's the stress angle there. Mm-hmm. But now I'm in here. We got yeah. it done. I get, we got it done we got one it done. time. We got it done. As we were talking, hey, we'll yeah. just we'll just start it later. We'll just do it Whatever, tomorrow. Yeah. I want to wish everybody a very hap, happy and safe safety Fourth of July. Let's oh, go hey. blow up some shit. Yeah, you want to blow up some shit, all baby, the, all day long. Buy yeah, buy one get one free for fireworks, baby. <laughs> Have you seen that? That's what I've been paying attention to a little bit. Outstanding, young guy. You know, you like your hat. I'm glad you like your
3: Thank hat. Thank you very much for that. Yes, and for
0: big, 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 big shout out for that opening montage there. I just, I love being able to do that. I'm going to start
6: Yeah. looking into a few more things. I think right. I got
0: another one. It's the uh, medical thing. I got a uh, medical thing from... I, I've got this one lined up. I got something here that I think is going to be perfect. Okay? I got another one. Here's the one from Casino. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, who is this Who is this guy? He's, uh, he's talking about the guy that, that has to be hired there. He's running the slots. He goes, you're fired. No, you're not fired. He goes, let me tell you something. You know, we just said three jackpots pay off in 10 minutes. Either you're too stupid to notice it or you were in on it. Either mm-hmm. way, you're out. <laughs> That's... So I got something lined up for that I'm going to come back again in two weeks and mm-hmm. I'm going to try and do the exact same thing again just a little bit better as always for myself, Gramps Master Flash Lost Georges, Mucho Mahalo as always, it is Aloha and Peace Good night, Bob